All right, welcome to the Let's Toast podcast. We are toasting today to online dating. I am Johanna. I'm out here in Seattle, Washington. I'm Tali, and I'm here in Philly. And, and we have a guest uh, today. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, yes. Um, I'm the guest. Thank you guys for having me. Um, my name is Hanok. I live in New York. I'm a software engineer. Uh, went to school in Ohio, but uh, I've been in New York for the past three years now. What part of New York are you in? Uh, I'm in the Bronx right now. I used to live in Harlem, just moved here. And uh, yeah. You like the Bronx better than Harlem? I love Harlem. Hey, I, I, I got a house here, so it's like, it's more chill. It, it, it reminds me of my home state, Ohio. Like, Manhattan is too chaotic. Yeah, I yeah, feel that. It's like very residential. <laughs> but there are a lot of in uh, in Harlem. That's like the Habesha Central. There's, there's a population growing in Brooklyn too, but definitely Harlem is like the main hub. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It's accessible to the city. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, Hanno, you came up with a little a little app, right? That kind of just blew up last year, <laughs> like right yeah. after the pandemic hit. I will say that that was perfect timing to drop the online dating app. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about Jevena? Yeah, sure. So Jevena, it's uh, the first dating app uh, for Ethiopians and Eritreans. We actually started it in the summer of 2019. So a lot of people think um, we launched it because of the pandemic, but that was just um, good timing, fortunate slash unfortunate, depending on how you look at it, right? Um, so we launched in April of um, 2020. So we just passed our first anniversary and we started matchmaking um, in mid-May. So like literally a year ago. Um, and we didn't immediately start uh, matchmaking the matchmaking process because you know the Habesha community is small, so we needed some kind of like critical mass of users before we can like turn on the engine. Like otherwise, you know, people are going to sign up and it's just going to be a, an empty feed. Like so, th- that was kind of like the initial challenge. But uh, what do you mean by matchmaking? Yeah. Like- so yeah. So what happened was we we launched the app. You can install it from the app store. Play Store, but you can only create an account. If you go to the homepage, it would tell you like matchmaking hasn't started yet. So you wouldn't see, oh. start seeing people. And we just had a giant um, invite button and you can invite your friends. And I, I believe it was like 5,000 or 10,000 users. That's when we turned on the matchmaking. And that's when like you start seeing people on your feed. Got and, it. Yeah. So with, with like social networks, any type of social network, it's, it's a challenge because um, you want people to be on the network, but people are not going to be on it unless there are people on it. So it becomes this like vicious chicken and, and egg type of problem. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, that was the initial challenge. And then after that, the, the users just become like the ambassadors. Basically, they just tell their friends, their friends tell their friends. Mm-hmm. Take us back to like, you know, bef- when it was like just an idea, like what was that like? Like, who were you having a conversation with? How did the idea come about? Yeah, so this this idea has kind of been in the Habesha community for a while. Like uh, some people have tried it before, or um, some people have posted about it on social media. And uh, but the the way this this specific project specifically started is um, my, my buddy who who's uh, behind Salam Central. He used to do this um, uh, matchmaking Tuesdays on Twitter, right? 
So he just picks to, like random people and he just matches them publicly. And and it was like so much fun and spontaneous, yeah. you know, like people loved it. And and one time I remember this one guy who met this girl on Twitter basically met up with her in person and they recorded a video of them meeting up in person and the video just blew up, right? And literally the entire comment section was like, someone should create like a, an app for Havishas, like a, a dating app for Havishas. So like, you yeah. know, me and a couple of my friends got together and we, we like start taking it seriously. We're like, hey, there's like a demand for this. So let's kind of have some kind of plan. Um, um, and we didn't know like, you know, the journey it takes you. Like, you know, there's like different pivots you make along the way when you're designing a product. But like, it just starts with just saying like, hey, let's just do this. Let's just make it happen. Just taking the first step because it, it's easy to get sucked into that like idea phase and then we're just like okay let's not worry about what's gonna happen six months from now or 12 months let's just execute something and um, it took about nine months before it got launched so did you um, build the app yourself or did you have a contractor do it for you no we built it ourselves so uh i'm I'm a software engineer and um, my other co-founder is also a software engineer and the other person he's a product designer very passionate about product design so it was kind of like this perfect match you know like the perfect balance of like tech slash product growth um, team and and then another person joined us who's a great tester like a QA engineer quality assurance engineer and it, it kind of um, it, it was like a, a great team you know like it, everyone had like you know their own specialty but also we wear different hats so someday you're talking to customers someday you're doing this but um, the actual software itself, yeah, we built it in-house. That's why it took longer. Like if we were to get a contractor or use some kind of um, service, it would be quicker. But the, the challenge with that would be if we wanted to make like small tweaks or something that would match with the Habesha community or something, it would be difficult to kind of do that, right? So mm-hmm. even though it takes longer, like building it in-house kind of gives you the leverage to like to make your own modifications like custom-made modifications. What are some, um, you know, like, obviously we know the name is Jebana now, but what are some of the other names that you've had prior? <laughs> and why Jebana? Actually, I, I think we had Jebana since the get-go. Um, I, I can't remember. I think we, we said like Nile or something at one point, like the Nile River. Um, but um, it was Jebana from the get-go because we wanted something unique um that's not gonna have like um that's gonna give us a unique name in, when people are searching in search engine right and another thing is like you know habesha culture like coffee is probably what we're known for like and it's our greatest contribution to the world right you welcome work so it's uh and that's like what what you associate with habesha culture and every household has jabana so it's like the entire habesha social culture is like surrounded like is around Jabana. It's like at the epicenter of the social culture. So like, yeah, it's something familiar everyone has. And it's also something that reminds you of like, you know, social and, and comfort type of thing. Um, so that's why, that's why we called it Jabana. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so once, you know, obviously you have it all going now, the next steps that you're taking also like what does your revenue model look like um how big do you want it to be like do you want to be a tinder or bumble you know and kind of like just be really big or what are you thinking 
Yeah, we definitely wanted wanted to, to get you know a, a, as big as it can be. Um, we we're, we're we're not like um, super focused on that right now because it's still at the early stages, and we, our primary focus right now is to basically um, stabilize our software, make sure you know everything is clean, you know the user experience is nice, um, that it's professional, actually getting what they want, how the product is going to change in the future. To be honest, but um definitely our focus is like you know the, the the diaspora community um the habesha community east african tinder you mentioned tinder right so in tinder you log in you have like this um radius five mile radius 10 mile radius we were going to do that initially but then once we start thinking about it deeper we're like that's not going to work for the habesha community because yeah. what are the odds someone who matches my preference is going to be within few radius so we created like a custom map, right? We're like, where the hell are the Havishas? Hey, they're, yeah. in, they're in Seattle, they're in Toronto. So it's like you custom, like you carve them out on the map and you create maps specific for them. So like that's what we're trying to do is just focusing on the product development and like bringing them, the, the people together, especially, you know, when, when we're all just all over the world. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It, it is very unique how, you know, users have the option of, you know, choosing in US only or, you know, the global spectrum and also even like the personality traits. You, you all even added in some, you know, some fun little personality traits. I think it was like Bob, Balehi and like some other things. Um, <laughs> um, so like in the future, you know, I have a marketing background. So like when, when I'm thinking about Gemini, it's kind of like you, I think about having like an a representative maybe like in every country, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm originally in Israel. So it's like, you know, in Israel, a lot of the Ethiopians that, that are there want to date each other, but it's kind of mm -hmm. hard even even within a, a country that is so small, you know, you might live in the south and somebody lives in the north, but like people don't necessarily like know about the app so well. So I think that that that's a great uh, way to like meet people within, you know, that specific country, yeah. like Germany, Sweden, places like that, where there is, you know, a large amount of Habesha people. So, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's definitely something we're going to do. We actually started working with like different colleges, having like, not, not it's not a formal program, but some sort of like um, campus ambassadors, people mm -hmm. who basically create create awareness to some of the big universities around the country. But doing that at the national level, that's actually um, that's actually a good idea because um, so when we first launched, it was iOS only, and we didn't launch Android until I think uh, November or October of last year. Um, mm -hmm. And what we noticed was as soon as we launched Android is when we became like the most diverse in terms of geography because initially it was mostly like the U.S. and Canada, and as soon as we launched Android, like. That's when we got our Middle Eastern users, our European users, our Australian users, our African users. And so we, we can't, we're a small team, so we can't understand every subculture on like what kind of events people go to or what people do. So having like a country representative, like, yeah, that's, that's definitely like on the roadmap. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and with the users, you know, following Jebana on um, Instagram, how do you all find out about these success stories and, you know, relationships that have happened because of the app? Do people like reach back out and tell you or? Yeah, yeah they, they message us. And, and unfortunately, most people actually don't want us to share them. We get a lot of messages, 
but I guess the app is only like a year old. So the, the oldest relationship on the app is going to be a year, one year old. <laughs> we have a friend. No, we have a friend who's in a relationship. They're on about nine months now. They met on Gemini. That's amazing. But you yeah. see, like, it's too early. So people are not going to like, yeah, people just like people people are yeah. only the 1%, the very vocal people are, like, like sharing. One person in Seattle actually flew to, to DC to, to meet up the girl um and, 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 yeah and 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 she had um or he one of them had their friends repaired the, the oh at the airport the yes yeah at the airport i yeah. saw that video <laughs> yeah that was that just made my day that was so beautiful yeah, yeah. No, you're, people are out here like i i know a lot more people who may not be like in full-blown relationships but mm -hmm. they're like meeting people and like having conversations you know and just you know going towards yeah. that direction yeah you know, one of my biggest fears was like, um, it, it would be like 95% guys and it would be like 5% girls and the girls are going to be like super weirded out or something. But one thing I realized is <laughs> the girls want that just as much as the guys. And not only that, some regions like my region, the US Northeast, there's actually more female users than male. So that just completely blew my mind. I had this, that's, I guess that's like, about product development like what i was saying earlier like if you focus too much on the idea you don't know how it's going to change you make assumptions based on your upbringings or your background whatever right so in my perspective i was just i just thought it was going to be like a, a digital bar you know there's going to be like nine to one ratio the girls are not going to be happy but it's the complete opposite it's even and in some regions there's more female users like <laughs> what is that like what region should we move to? <laughs> yeah. What is it yeah. like overall on the app? Like, is it 50-50 or? Yeah, it's, it's very close. It's within like 5% margin of error. It's like 40, 45, like 55 or 48, 52, something like that. And, and like I said, in some regions like U.S. Northeast, there's actually more females. <laughs> and the, yeah, that's just been interesting. I, I didn't so, think. Are, are you on the app? No, 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 I'm not. I'm happily taken. I'm not a user of my own product. Did you meet your spouse on the app? No, I met her a few months before, um, before, uh, before we launched on the app, uh, before we launched the app. Nice. Yeah. In New York. I don't have a networking event, so, you know, those networking events, <laughs> maybe we it should works. start doing those, you know, <laughs> Jevena sponsored networking events. <laughs> Yeah, do you think you'll do that once, um, you know, things kind of go back to normal, have kind of like, not necessarily, I don't like the term networking event when it comes to dating, but, you know, like. Yeah, like dating event. type of thing, yeah. And, and, uh, and hopefully it's becoming normalized because that's one thing I noticed, like you mentioned, like people sending us uh, videos, for example, right? Like we used to ask people like, yeah, like, hey, have you met people or have you met someone? Can you tell us? people were reluctant, but as soon as they see one person, it kind of becomes, there's like this social stamp of approval and that mm -hmm. becomes like normalized. And then the next person is less likely, more likely to do it. And the next person is even more likely to do it. Just as yeah. it's the same as joining the app. Cause like, like I was saying earlier, like, like I have some female friends all over the country that I used to ask, like, Hey, can you try the app? And you can let us know if you like it. Cause, um, like our idea was like if we can market to the females first and if they really like it then the guys are naturally going to follow them right so a lot of them would say like no like you know i appreciate you and i would like you know support some other way but 
um, this is not for me, right? And then fast forward like a year or something, those same people are like the most active users. Like they love it. Oh my God. So it's, it's the social, like uh, social proof. Like that's the phrase I'm looking for. You know, you see yeah, your friend yeah. do it, then it's like normalized. Yeah, social norms definitely change. I mean, if you think yeah. about online dating in general, when like Tinder first came on the scene and like back in, when was it like 2012, 2011? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, what? Like, you're on Tinder? Like, how weird. Yeah. And now it's like a part of everybody's phone, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like just like Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's- so in terms of like, um, like Jevena and, you know, just kind of how um, folks are like meeting and networking, um, what do you say to, you know, critics or, you know, sometimes may have glitches and technical difficulties with the app? Um, what yeah. is your response to those users? Yeah, so we like, that's how we, um, what do you call it? How we find um a lot of like feedback in real time like mm-hmm. we, we like marketing on social media and stuff we don't have like you know some marketing firm or third party that does that for us like talking to the people directly is like the best way to get like the most authentic feedback so you know if there's glitches or issues or the app is crashing or it's not working the way it's supposed to on certain devices or operating system um, okay. that's definitely like how we interact with people and we try to respond to them as soon as we can and we try to have like as many releases as possible, like updates, um, especially on Android, because um, the, the challenge with Android is, is the most diverse operating system. Like with iOS, like both the software and the hardware is developed by Apple. So it's like a closed system. So it's easy. But Android, there's literally like thousands of devices all over the world. So we've encountered issues we couldn't even like anticipate early on. So a lot of people will face that and then like we start with the most popular brands of Android, like Samsung, Google Pixel phones, and then we kind of just move um, to, to the other devices. But yeah, it's definitely like a huge forest, like the Android market. And that's, that's from technical perspective, that's probably the most challenging um, right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of apps in the first launch are like iOS only, and then they bring on Android later. Yeah, exactly. It's easier to just start with one thing, perfect that, and then scale up than like trying to do too many things at the same time because you, you're going to get burnt out. Yeah. You know how um, a lot of the dating like apps will have different algorithms where you can kind of like, I saw this thing about Tinder, how like if you if you first come on, on Tinder, like the first person that they show you is like really attractive. So, you, you know, swipe right or whatever. But the second person is actually a person that had already swiped right on you. And I've tried it before in the past, and that is actually true. Like, that's how their algorithm works. Oh. Also with, um, what's it called? What's the purple one? The purple hinge. Hinge. Yeah, oh, hinge. hinge. I don't know why. I think of them as colors in my head. Yeah, I was like, hinge <laughs> is black. <laughs> well, I, like, I don't know. I think <laughs> yeah, I think Bumble's blue, is it? Yeah. No, Bumble's yellow. Bumble is yellow. yellow. Oh. Red. <laughs> is you guys have different colors in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I was going to say HBO Max. I heard purple. I was like, did purple app? I don't know anyone besides HBO. <laughs> no, on Hinge, um, they, like, it seems like the algorithm really pushes you to pay um, because 
you know, there isn't many swipes. It just, it just doesn't seem, I don't know. It seems like they just want you to pay. It doesn't seem yeah. like an app that, um, like they're like, like the other apps. I don't know. So do you have any like specific algorithm that you use to match people or is it just kind of like a free for all going down the line? Yeah. So like those are great examples that you mentioned. Um, each app has like um, different way of like, I, I guess aggregating users depending on how many users it has or what kind of market is tapping into. So like the Tinder model is like, it's, it's a volume business. You have millions and millions of users. So you have unlimited speed, unlimited number of users. And so um, ours, it's more on the hinge side where it's, um, we focus on like the quality over quantity. We only show you 10 people a day. And those 10 people are people we think will like be the perfect match for you. So that's, you know, How do you know that it would be the perfect Yeah, match? so that's based on, I can go into every specific thing, but it's based on your location, your age, your gender, your interactions, those sort of things, right? So um, that's why like we limited it. If, if, if we had like, you know, millions of users, we would, we would have like a higher cap. So then it would be like a, um, you would see more users. And yeah. And, but in this case, it's, it's just short bite. And, and part of the challenge is also the habitat community is just, is just mm -hmm. too small and too decentralized. So it takes time for us to like, we don't want to just show you 10 random people. We want to show you the 10 people that are similar to you. So based on all of the stuff you've entered on your profile, you know, we have mm -hmm. a lot of things we ask you there, right? And, and then we, we filter out the 10 people that we think like will be the perfect match for you. And we have two feeds, right? We have the main home feed and then we have the like by feed, which is like people who've, kind of, who've been liking you. And the difference oh. between those two is like in, in the like by feed, it's like um, they don't necessarily have to match your preferences, right? They, they may, if they match your preferences, they come first in the feed, right? So it's okay. sorted from people who are likely to meet you to like people like who, who are less likely to meet you. And it's sorted that way. So we have two feeds, like it's two options for you. So you get your 10 people a day. And then if you were just like chilling and you're like, oh, I wonder who's been checking me out. And then you just go to that feed and you see those people. Which I feel like you guys have updated that since like I started using it maybe a year ago. Cause in the past I would get so frustrated that I would see who liked me and they were like, I don't know, 24. And I was like, what the fuck? I just used my one, um, like, <laughs> one free like, I was like, so annoyed. <laughs> I think I emailed you guys about that, but I think probably, now it says like, this is person's in your preference or something like that. So then you're like, okay, I'll use my one. Yeah. What the hell it's called. I don't know. The one thing that you get to so see. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because people, you know, we, we get the feedback from people. They want to know that ahead of time. You know, if you're going to pay for it, you want to yeah. know who you're about to see, right? You don't need to see their face, but you need to see. Especially if there's somebody younger, you know, the age specific, you know, right. the age is like, yeah, you know, I'm 30. I'm not about to talk to somebody that's 25, 24. That's weird, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah we, we, yeah, we introduced that notification. We also, like the sorting, we didn't have that when we first launched. So, you know, the people who most likely to match you are like on the left side. And then as you scroll, it's like the people who are less likely to match with you. And so can you, on the likes and hearts, can you talk about like the different price packages that, you know, people can like purchase? 
Yeah, um, I don't actually know them top of my head, but um, so we have like uh, the 25 package, the um, the 10 package, 25 and 40, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, we have 25 package, the 10 package and the 40. And what that means is just, you know, if you, we have two products, right? So we have the unlocking product and the hearting product. So the hearting, just like you see in a lot of dating, I think Tinder calls it super swipe. And Bumble calls it like super like or something like that. It's where yeah, you. Yeah, it actually shows their picture. They use the the soup, whatever the like. The yeah, they send you a heart. Yeah, it's yeah. it's already unlocked, right? Because they paid to send that to you. So it's a, like the opposite, basically. It's like it's like someone you know buying you a drink or something like that. It's like someone going out of their way to get your attention. You know, <laughs> they they don't want to just like you. They want to like send you a heart so you get the 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 pop up on your like by section. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay and then you you mentioned a little bit too how um partnership with like salam central i found out about the app via salam central so is this a partnership that um like are you friends with the person who controls the page or yeah yeah so yeah we worked with like you know um salam central um and and then when we expanded to europe we worked with habisha time habisha scandinavia like all these like social platforms Mm -hmm. um we, we found instagram marketing to be the most effective uh, in terms of creating content brand content awareness and um and then we start growing our own um uh, instagram page um so if you look at our instagram page you know it's primarily you know to create brand awareness it's not to give tutorials about the product or anything it's just to create brand awareness like the name recognition because that matters with, with brands um yeah so yeah, definitely like influencer um, marketing. That's that's how we do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they even had like a, um like when the pandemic first hit, it was like on Instagram Live, um like the matchmaking. Matchmaking live, yeah, that was yeah. very addictive. I hope it comes back. <laughs> it was pretty. Yeah, it, it just sometimes I wonder if the app would have gotten that kind of traction had it not been for the strict lockdowns because mm -hmm. it's just. I don't know. I mean, I, I know it was a horrible pandemic, but at the same time, it's like it created this interesting products like this Zoom. Like nobody knew Zoom a year ago, and now it's like a household name, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's been interesting to see like things becoming normalized, right? Like it probably wouldn't be as normalized had it not been the lockdown. But because of the lockdown, we got used to doing things digitally. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I've I never been like a person who ordered food and stuff like you know online but now i have i literally have all the apps like you know doordash uber eats and so yeah i know like a lot of i know like the younger generation our generation we're more so you know open to online dating um but i do think like the pandemic has kind of forced the 35 plus crew to kind yeah. of be like okay i can't date so let me go definitely i've seen some yeah. uncles on there for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually you have no choice at that point so. <laughs> hey yeah. good for them i mean it's like everybody needs love right yep exactly so, so what are your thoughts about um sorry it's pretty loud really. um what are your thoughts about um like non-habisha people on the app because i've seen those in there as well yes we've seen them yeah people message us sometimes saying like hey i'm not habisha like is it okay if i join um yeah anyone can join obviously but we, we primarily market to the habisha community we're not gonna have you know like uh, a rate or ethnicity check for that but um 
if you market specifically to one community, like um, then then majority of people are going to be from that community. But we're, we're likely going to introduce some kind of country filter, a country of origin or nationality type of filter, um, mm. just depending on how diverse the pool gets. But right right now, um, it's ninety nine percent Habesha. So um, yeah, I, I I've seen non Habesha too. Hey, if they love the culture and the community, why not? They're looking for I've, the queen. <laughs> I know the men be getting mad when the West Africans are taking their women. So, you I know. know. <laughs> I know. They're on the app. Competition is about to get very, <laughs> very high right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'd be surprised the amount of people that really love the Habesha culture. Yeah. And some I'm, people are honorary Habesha. So, like, I've had a lot of those friends in college. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I met with this guy on Jebana and he was like American, but he had spent a couple of years in Ethiopia. Yeah. He messaged me like a fush. I was like, <laughs> Oh nice. Don't what do that. What does that mean for us non speakers? <laughs> that means like you um like oh my god, why am I thinking in Hebrew right now? It's like you disappear. It's like I don't know if you speak to Grinya. I speak to Grinya, yeah. Yeah, it's like a fee. Like oh, a fee. okay. He's a stranger. <laughs> Yeah. Do you speak yeah. Amharic? Um, I've, I've, I've been learning Amharic more the past year because, you know, my mo- most of my close friends now are Ethiopians. But, um, no, I grew up in Eritrea. So uh, that's, Tigrinya is like my default language and then English. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit of Amharic. I can survive if I were to go to Ethiopia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when, when did you come to, so you you're grew up in, in Adin, Eritrea, and yeah. then you, you went to Ohio? Yeah, yeah. So Ohio, yeah, that's my American home state. Basically, went to like um, finished high school there and in college, and um, and then after college came to New York. Nice. Yeah. And here is I guess I I guess start learning like you know more more I'm high. You'd be surprised. You you notice how I mean of course we know they're similar language. But it's crazy how this is similar. They are they're basically different dialects of the same language. It yeah, I watch. I don't know if you watch Ninety Day Fiance, but I watch Ninety Day Fiance. And then when Binyam is speaking Amharic, I read the subtitles, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get most of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see those patterns, and you're like, oh, that's funny. Ninety Day Fiance. We should have Jebana should have a show at some point. You know, I know right? that would be. <laughs> That show was so addictive. My sister got me into that show, man. It's, it's it was good. so much fun. Yeah, she she made me watch it yeah. before the guy joined. Actually, before the Habsha guy, and I was just like, mm-hmm. this show is just so fascinating. We're yeah, all yeah, so Sometimes I feel bad for them, but I feel like it's like you're watching people that have. I maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'll, I'll cut it out. Actually, it's like watching people <laughs> that have mental illnesses. <laughs> it's entertaining but there were some people TLC be like yo you really be learning on the learning <laughs> channel <laughs> yeah you really feel bad for some of them I'm like oh no I'm laughing I shouldn't be laughing at this and... yeah <laughs> oh okay back to the topic thank you Tali <laughs> um I don't know if you're on clubhouse channel but there's been like a lot of like um matchmaking on clubhouse that were happening yeah you know kind of people doing rooms have you like seen that or been a part of it no anymore? no actually a couple of friends and my sister um mentioned that i like clubhouse 
it's relatively new to me well i actually was on it when it was like in beta but it was mostly just tech people on it mm-hmm. but then once it became popular then like people start doing creative things and and habishas you know they'd be having like game nights trivia nights and matchmaking nights and um we haven't we haven't tried it but that's definitely worth a shot so i don't know next time like you see one of those rooms can you please like ping me or i will ping you yeah yeah, it's really, it's it's interesting how they, you know, do it. But I think with the platform of Gemini, that's, you know, the perfect, um, you know, platform for you all to use. Yeah, I, I'm loving Clubhouse. Um, I've joined a couple of rooms. Um, it's mostly been just niche stuff, like, you know, people talking about, like, real estate or something, um, or politics yelling at each other. But um, I, I do, I really do like the format, because, I like, my friends know that I'm the person who, who sends a lot of voice messages, like, um it's just like easier if you just like so when i noticed the format i was like this is neat this is neat that's all i send right now i broke my wrist so um all i send are voice messages because it's hard for me to text <laughs> okay so yeah it's definitely easier but i mean tali your voice messages too like we don't really text yeah voice message or like um mm-hmm. facetime yeah. I don't. I hate. I honestly hate texting, which I feel like. Um, I that's. I feel like that's why I fail at online dating. Sometimes it's just like replying to text. Like yeah. it's like texting all day, but you're texting so many people. It's like what yeah. the fuck. Wait, yeah. is there a talk to? Is there a talk to? Is there a voice memo? Oh, an audio message. Javana. No, no, there isn't. Um, we, okay. I don't know. Maybe we'll look into that. But yeah, that would be super nice. It's just because so, some things are just easier to to send in like fifteen seconds audio than like I writing think, a paragraph. Yeah, instead of like yeah, exactly. And also the tone, because you know, with exactly. text, you kind of lose the tone of what someone means. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And I know I I don't I can't read Tigrinya, but like you know, people like try to write out like Tigrinya words using the English alphabet. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, it's the oh, like what? Yeah. <laughs> so it would just be so much easier if they could just like speak it and say if they want to, and then I could just hear it. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I introduced my my parents to um, audio message now. So on WhatsApp and on iMessage, they only send like with audio message, and they love it. But they treat it like a, voice a good message. idea. Like they treat it like a voicemail though. They they be me at the beginning. So oh hey, you know, how was your day? I hope you're doing fine. And I reply to them. And then in the reply back, they do another greeting. Like, so hey, no, how was your day? How's everything? <laughs> That's like, like hey, text messages, though. Even with so text formal. Messages, everything is like, blase, hi, how are you? Blase, blase, blah. Okay, God bless. Have a good afternoon. What? It's like, you're like, hey. So <laughs> I like so almost like introduction, conclusion. <laughs> I love it. Do your parents know that? Um, do they, your parents know about the app, Jevena? Yeah, they do, and surprisingly, you know, they, they like it. And and actually, my dad, he 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 be telling like his friends about it, right? So one time, he was talking to his um one of his friends, right? Um, mm-hmm. he he has kids that are like our age. So he told him, he said like, hey, you know, my son has a a new dating app um you know you you should uh, you should uh tell your kids to try it or sign up on it and i don't know what he heard what the man heard he i, I don't know he heard something dirty or something right so he was like how dare you my kids don't do things like that 
I told my parents about it yesterday and they're like oh that's great so when are you gonna find your man <laughs> that was their response <laughs> So like the time for you to have a baby, you're getting old now. Like <laughs> as soon as you graduate college, that's when you're expecting. Literally. You know? They're like, you're almost 30. And I was like, I haven't even turned 29. Yeah. Like, let me live. <laughs> yeah, let me live. I don't know if there if you even are privy to information like that, but who are matching like the most or like what's the age group on the app that is using the app the most or like yeah. most active? Not just like signups, but I guess like more, more like in there you know yeah it's actually pretty even even um but there's like a cohort so there's like the 18 to 23 type of people who most likely match and talk with each other and then there's like and then like if you were to graph it it would be like you see like this spike and then there's like a dip and then there's like a spike like mid-20s late 30s and then so it's like cohort of users that you see like interacting more with each other um you don't normally see like you know like someone who's like in their early 20s and like people in their 30s so that's what we see when, we, when we're doing like analysis um yeah def- especially for like for female users like you only see female users with like people like over like not even younger than not even a single year younger than for most females it's like it's like a there's like a cut basically it's like only interact you only see them interact with like older people older than them I will mm-hmm. say our friend who um, is in a relationship, he's younger than her. Really? Oh, I mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But how many years? I think he's my age. So maybe like yeah. two, one or two. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. Solid. That's interesting. So there's no like one group of, like one age group that uses the app the most? Um. No. Well, so... Our app is like almost entirely like millennials. <clears throat> so okay. you don't you don't see like it, it's not, you know, you don't see like a huge range of users. Um, so it's it's mostly just people in their mid-20s and people like in their early 30s that you see on that. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like Gen Zers are definitely like they'll side up in DMs, you know, <laughs> and kind of like interact on TikTok or something. Yeah. Get on apps maybe. I do feel like dating apps are definitely a millennial um, product. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're becoming like you know more and more normalized. Um, that 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 part I really like. You know, it, it shouldn't like it shouldn't there shouldn't be like a stigma, especially females using it. Because I mean I, I'm old enough to remember like like you were saying in 2012, 2013, like college years, there was like a huge stigma with like dating apps. Mm-hmm. Like an actual stigma, like affecting people's lives, especially yeah. female users. Or like, I'll, like, like, I'll tell your parents that we met at the grocery store or something. Yeah, like, like, right. And it's like, what is? <laughs> it's not that serious. <laughs> or they hide the app, and the app is like all the way at the end of their phone screen or something like that. So yeah. now it's like, it's like, it's like any any of the other apps, and people literally use them publicly. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't I never felt that shame. I guess I never felt shame. Holly, really. you you are a different beast though. You are a different person. <laughs> you are not the average. You are not the average. I just person. Saw, was fucked. I was like, whatever, okay. Tinder and cool. Like, how easy is this? Like I could stay at home and I don't have to go out to meet men. <laughs> Crazy. It was like yeah, a solution. Not even like a weird. I don't know. I never thought it was weird. Yeah, the first time I, I, I saw someone else that's not related to me or my friend used Jovena was the there was like an Ayrton Independence Day party in Columbus like last May right so almost a year ago and and then it was like this barbecue place and even though it was COVID Ohio didn't get the memo at that time people were still barbecuing we didn't start wearing you know how people didn't start wearing masks until like July no. <laughs> so they, were, they were like because I, I flew from New York right so I flew from here like in like when the pandemic started I moved to Ohio back to family completely different world in here we were already wearing masks in march and april in there they didn't get a memo so we had there was a huge barbecue and then then there was this girl using jevena and then i was like yo got it i I told my friend i was like yo that's so cool like she's using jevena and then he told her he's like hey you know he's like you know the founder of it and and she immediately was she was excited she's like oh my god this is so cool and then she immediately started giving me criticism she's like by the way she's fucking shit (laughs) And she's like, and this part, what is this? I don't even understand. And this, oh my God, don't even get me started on this. And I was like, okay, let me take notes. I I was like, I love her energy. She just went right (laughs) into business. Because most people be like, you know, they try to be like super nice to you, especially people, they know you. They they, they can't give you feedback, which I don't like. Like, I like authentic feedback, right? I appreciate support, but give it to me straight. (laughs) She just jumped into it. And I was like, wow, you're amazing. (laughs) I will say that that's what goes to our community is that people are not scared to say how they feel. Yes, I've noticed that that's one thing I like about our culture. It's like our customers right now are the most vocal. Like whenever something is wrong with it, like if they encounter an issue, they will let you know. And that's good. It keeps you on your toes, you know, like it gives you like, it makes you keep iterating the product. So yeah, I, I really do like that. Y'all are pretty nice with it though, too, because if you if somebody emails you, you'll be like, "Here's five dollars for your account or something." Yeah. So like, have you emailed price. them, Tolly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you email oh, them for? I don't remember, but I did because I was pissed. I think it was probably one of those, like, "Why are you matching? Why are you allowing me to match yeah. who are younger than me?" Like that shit pissed me off because yeah, it's like, yo, I paid for this and I'm using it on people who are 24 like what is this yeah but you guys changed it so i mean yeah yeah, yeah definitely that i feel was, good was, for like, help <laughs> uh, probably the biggest complaint yeah <laughs> i mean it makes nice. sense. you never match with people who are younger than you when you're like on any other app you know yeah even on if you pay like for, to see your likes they never show anybody that's what your preferences are so yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. I hope you got a response. Yeah, it's a great app. Yeah. So for like research huh? purposes. I did. Yeah, what did you say? So you got a, oh, was that you, Tali, or that me? Go ahead, Johanna. Um, so like for research okay. purposes and stuff, I, you talked a little bit about like the different apps. Did you guys like make like um like catfish profiles and like get on there and just kind of see how it works? Or were you guys already like familiar with? Um, no, we have test accounts. Um, but the, the test accounts are separate from like the the real accounts of users and also um 
I may not be, you know, a user, but you know, like a lot of my close friends and my co-founders are actually like users of the app too. Mm-hmm. And we also have a list of beta users. Um, so before we <clears throat> we release a feature to the mass market, we release it to those group of users, like you know, hundred or two hundred people, and they play with it for like a week or two. And then if everything is pretty cool, and then it gets released to the mass users. It's like there's like a control group, like a small control group. There's like okay. a, a process for it. But initially, because we started developing it in the summer, right? So the first like eight months or so, um, we had just um, dummy accounts, like test accounts. We didn't have users, right? But we want to mimic the behavior of a network. So we had bots that used to like interact with each other and stuff. But once we released it, then we had a different process for it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, like our our primary mission is to connect the diaspora and to like bring people together. So even if we solve, even if we create one like family, that's like mission accomplished. Because sometimes like when, especially when you're a tech person or a software person, you get sucked into that software development world and then you forget the real life impact. But whenever the users are sending us like, hey, I just met my girlfriend on Javana. That's when you realize you're like, oh, wow, the code I wrote actually had like real life consequence. And mm-hmm. in the future, there will be like a family that met on Javana. Like there will be yeah. kids whose parents met on Javana. Like that's pretty like pretty amazing thing to think about. So it's like, it's definitely a community effort. Like it takes a village. So we have, you know, hundreds of people who are doing beta testing. We have people helping us with marketing, people helping us like, and the customers, like the customers are the best because, you know, like having close relationship with the users is how you improve it because we can't come up with all the ideas. Like like a lot of the great ideas on the app came from the users, yeah. them giving you like real-time feedback. So yeah, I just want to thank the, the users because that, that relationship is like, to me, the most important, like the customer company relationship. Yeah, and you I know, don't think... Go ahead. I don't think we, uh, we got this when we started, but um, can you talk about your partner? And, you know, just... Um, how do you guys connect? Yeah, how do you guys connect and work yeah, that out? Yeah, we, we met up in, like we, we met up online and uh, and then we met up in person, you know, at uh, networking events like Habesha networking events, and um, and then we started uh, we started working on this project. And um, the other person in Seattle, he learned about the app um, separately from like a college group, like there was, there was like a different college uh, groups. I don't know if you're o- aware of like this engineering clubs like Nesby and- Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So- like, National you know, Engineering Black Society or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah National Society of Black Engineers. Like, they go. have, you know, conferences all over the country. So mm-hmm. like that's, that's one thing like I would encourage anyone to do is just, you never know who you might meet up. You know, you might meet up like, you know, your your girlfriend partner or you might meet up with a business partner in the future so being like outgoing in those kinds of events definitely helps because i literally met you know my girlfriend in the networking event my co-founders and that kind of stuff so um yeah and they're they're personal people like private people so i, I can't talk too much about <laughs> no i feel that i don't even use my last name so i get that <laughs> um i wanted to say in the in the jewish um culture if you bring two people together and they get married you have a place in heaven so really um, yeah oh yeah. wow <laughs> you're gonna be blessed 
<laughs> Thank you. That's really nice. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, those those messages just make my day. Like just seeing actual people like meeting up on it. Like, I don't yeah. know. Just amazing. Well, we'll keep you updated with our friend group. We'll we'll let you know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're not. Yeah. If the sure. proposal happens, when? <laughs> Please do. Maybe we can share their stories anonymously. That's what we do with some people. We tell them like, hey, we're not gonna reveal your location or your name, just uh, or not go too much into details. And listen. You should just come okay. up. You should just use stock photos, and then put like <laughs> put uh, after <laughs> at the bottom. A Habisha woman and a Habisha man. Our community is too small for that, Tali. We know everybody. Like somebody. No, no. Up. You just use stock images of like Habisha people, you know, with the with famous the crowd. Yeah. Nah, we will find that. Or you somebody, <laughs> somebody knows somebody who knows somebody that that's not a real couple. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. that's what his name's daughter. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what happened? Johanna, what's his name's daughter? You know how they they be referring to us with our parents' names, like Johanna. One minute, yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um, last name and they know. So much, Hannah, for joining us tonight. Um, yeah. We really appreciate it. Gemini is great, doing amazing things. Um, we both use the app, so our friends use the app. Our cousins yeah. use the app. Nice. So. I'm on the app right now. Can you just make sure that I match with the best <laughs> and best looking richest men on there, please? VIP access, huh? Exactly. I mean, Sign me up for the beta, too. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll give you some feedback. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Offline. All right. So, uh, Hanok, what do you have to drink? Chamomile tea. Nice. Mark and chamomile tea. I, I drink chamomile tea probably two, three times a day. I'm, I'm looking at it. Holly, nice. what do you have? I have some uh, chlorophyll water. Okay. Oh, nice. I have shahi. Oh, nice. Something Cheers. I can make with one hand. All right. So let's toast to online dating. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>